Joining us on the line, a voice I always love to hear. It is that of my lovely <laughs> wife, Julie LeBlanc. Julie, how are you this morning? Morning, John. Julie, of course, is uh, the uh, uh, events programmer for My Friend's House. You do all the special event marketing and promotions and fundraising. And this has been a tough time for you, dear. Oh, my goodness. This whole quarantine and self-isolation has been, well, it's traumatic for me as a fundraiser, for sure, because we've lost $100,000 in fundraising uh, dollars in the next, well, since it started Mm. until we expect that we can get back together again. And that's devastating for a place like my friend's house because Uh that money is is imperative and and the thing the sad part is much of that money you've actually had i mean the tickets were sold uh it was almost in the bank and then had to be refunded for some yeah like uh we've got a lot of third-party events that happen throughout the year Mm -hmm. and and bless their hearts for doing it this community is the best um and none of those can happen but also you're right we've got I mean, our saddest announcement for me right now is that we are canceling my son, the hurricane, uh, that we postponed, and it's just, it's not going to happen. Like, at this point, we're all so sad about that. The whole community is the anticipation. You were sad. You'd sold well over 250 tickets to it already, and even with the the date change, more tickets got sold. Uh, It's just, uh, it's it's sad on so many levels. but you know what? There's some good news in the in the in in the near future. In fact, there's been some really good stories recently. There sure has. So this is how awesome our community actually is. When we went into quarantine and and couldn't do anything, we had a few people take their time off and from home um, do fundraising events. For example. The awesome Derek McLean, who's in Strange Potatoes with you, uh, did a session from his home studio and raised $3,500. Unbelievable. He did about an hour and a half, almost two hours of requests, and the money <laughs> right. just kept coming in. And uh, it was just an amazing moment. And I think we can have more of those. Jamie Siaka did it the next night. I mean, it just if people turn their, their home sessions and musical sessions into fundraisers, good things can happen. That's amazing. Uh, Speaking of good things happening, last night, 100 Women Who Care met. Uh, They meet quarterly, and this time they met online, and my friend's house was one of the three charities presenting. And uh, last night, 100 Women Who Care voted on my friend's house. So that was a huge, wonderful thing. So what happens? You have to uh, go in and and you explain the need, and then the women decide which charity they're going to uh, put the money towards? Yeah, so quarterly, um, 100 women, well, I think the goal was 100 women, but eventually it became more than 100 women. I think there might even be 180 women in there now. Um, all commit to bringing $100 four times a year 
and three charities will be presented and collectively the members choose between those three charities and the entire pot is given to that charity. What a difference that makes. That is incredible. I love that. And I'm a member as well because I I believe that we should take care of each other in this community. Um, And as only members can present, it was, uh, we were nominated, and it was our turn to present yesterday, and uh, the beautiful woman in that group voted on my friend's house yesterday, and that was a huge, I was overwhelmed, I was so excited, so thank you to them. There was, it was, you know, I know it was only women on the broadcast, but uh, because it was COVID-19, you, you, you did that whole meeting from our house, uh, and I could hear uh so much emotion with with that whole thing going on uh, yeah it's it's an emotional time I've, especially when you think about the people presenting are all very clear how much mm. those dollars are needed right now and uh as did we as did my friend's house and i was able to talk about how COVID has affected our fundraising and not just our fundraising, but our need to be um, there for women in whatever way we can right now, which is is scary because can you just imagine being at home with your abuser in social isolation? That's terrifying. We need more than ever to make sure that we are very available and quarantine, COVID's expensive for a charity that's trying to make sure that outreach is is done and that women are safe. You also want to make sure uh, women know, because uh, during COVID-19, as, as a lot of operations, you're operating very differently than, than you would normally. But uh, I know I've talked to some of your colleagues there. The, the doors are open. It is business as usual f- for you guys. Absolutely. In fact, it got freakishly quiet for a little while and we were really scared because that that didn't bode well i mean we went from generally eight to ten to twelve calls a day um to which would be quiet which, which be wonderful if it was quiet for the right reason yeah and right. that's actually a little bit uh mind-blowing i when you say that that's how many people were giving you a call in a day mm. oh every day and wow Six hundred no women a year mm-hmm. um, is is who we are actively, generally, annually. Six hundred women a year is, are, is the amount that we help in hands-on help in our community. Um, and for a little while, when the quarantine started, it was very quiet. And mm-hmm. we've done some work to make sure that everyone knows that we're available. In Collingwood alone, there are two phone booths. One is. So this is something I really need to be said. One is uh, on 2nd Street, near, right near Tour, Ontario, and the other is at the Georgian Family Restaurant. And there are phone booths sporadically throughout our entire community. Now, but if you are Make able it clear to get away, as to why, why you have to tell people that there's phone booths out there. Right, because if you have to get away um, and you don't have access to a phone because your partner, your abuser is keeping it from you, uh, you need to know where the phone booths are, so when it's safe to do so, you can get out and you can call us. Abusers also can't check your calls on a your on a phone booth, your phone history. Do take note, though, that if we do, if you do call, 
um, you have the option on your own phone to erase that last call, and it doesn't show up as a call display oh, okay. on our end, okay. and it doesn't show up on your end if we call you. Um, it shows up as a block number. So, so if you are able to use your phone, um, there's safety measures for you, but if you can't, make sure that you get out, or if you get a chance to use a computer, crisis at my friend's house dot com is your other option as well. And that was the scary part when COVID started and, and uh, the news reports were coming out in regards to uh, child abuse was down, uh, right. woman abuse was down, but the reason for it, it was because the, the teachers, the mentors, the individuals who were having these children in front of them on the daily basis yeah, the were coaches, able to trainers, see yeah. them and be able mm-hmm. to say, hey, there is something that is going on in that house. And that's the scary part is that yeah. no one is able to watch. You can't monitor that when the teachers are only talking to the kids for half an hour in the morning or whenever that may be for that student that's right there's nothing that that can be done they can't uh, assess it absolutely so it's um without being able to to socialize and keep tabs on each other this is kind of scary for people Uh, and not to mention the stress that the abusers are under as well being home all the time and not being sure of their income and it's a pretty unsure and I'm blessed to live with people I love and I find it frustrating. Exactly. So That's what I've I said to my husband imagine. many times. I'm I'm so glad that we actually like each other. Because <laughs> right? if we didn't like each other, you know, going through this would be such a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, Julie, if people want to catch up with what uh, things you have coming up for my friend's house in terms of how they can help to to get donations to you guys, or if they're in need of the service, where should they go? Uh, both things can be found at myfriendshouse.ca. There is how to get help, how to donate. Please take care of each other in this time. It's pretty scary. Um, and what upcoming online events are happening are all on myfriendshouse.ca. Julie LeBlanc from My Friend's House, thank you so much for joining us on Talk of the Town. Thank you so much for your support. Have a great show, John and Mel.